Hi, this is Tom Simpson from Arnold, Maryland. I love soccering. You are listening to the DU Football Show. Go soccer, guys. Soccer good. <laughs> uh, for those of you who do not know our good friend Tom, Tom loathes soccer. Yes. Completely. Big time. And apparently that's uh, JB's artistry in writing. Hey, he could have done better. Not your best effort, JB. <laughs> do better next time. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Great day, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a lord. Looks great in shorts. Sam Bramby. Sam Graham. Hello and welcome to the Drunkard United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League. It's told by two common American schmucks. I'm your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the both physically and mentally drained Samuel Graham. Sammy, how we doing, buddy? Uh, I pretty much hit the nail on the head there. <laughs> That's it. It's end of month. Uh, my kid is now a middle schooler. Uh, the other kid's 10 months old, and I did a hell of a lot of work yesterday. I am both physically and mentally drained. Fucking exhausted. Living his best middle-aged dad life over there. I even found an old pair of running shoes. Wore those to do the work. No socks on. The only thing I was missing was grass stains on them. But well, Carly even said, look at you and your dad shoes. <laughs> We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways you can. Sam, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Absolutely. On the social medias, it is at DU Football Show. And then by email, it is DUFootballShow at gmail.com. Fabulous. Also, do not forget to check out the DU Drip Shack on... Uh, T Public, right, Melissa? Not uh, Teespring. T no, Public. It's, it's on T Public, but it's hard to find when you search for us because I don't know they're biased against us. So it's just easy to follow <laughs> the link from our Facebook page, our Instagram, our Twitter. It is on Twitter. I show plug something every day, so check it out on Twitter. And you right can find now, me. in the notes of what you're listening to, the link is right there. So get your own DU football show bands pillow. Bance, that's right. We have a Bance pillow. And a Bance tank. Sam Sam Graham straight out of sleeves over there. That's right. I'm going to have a Dort Spirect mask. Very good. Coming okay. shortly. Uh, yeah. I do love that tank top. We'll have pictures of it later. It's fantastic. Well, with hashtag Bance, it has to be a tank top. <laughs> and, and hanging just below our mascot, the D-back bear on uh, my humidor, is a hashtag Bance uh, sticker. That's right. A 29... 0.7% of the time, it works 100% of the time, sticker. I think it's 27.9% of the time, but it doesn't it matter. doesn't matter. Because it always works 100% of the time, baby. And for our famous producer, Mel. Oh, yeah, I needed a Villainista sticker. little Villainista sticker there, too. There you so go. Get that for, one for the Villainista in your life. Well, you know what? Mm -hmm. I also forgot one other way you can get in touch. How? By texting somebody that has our phone numbers. And that's exactly what Jerome did uh, when he texted <laughs> Kenny. Uh, you know our good friend Kenny that lives Absolutely. in my neighborhood. Uh, Jerome says he was sitting in traffic on the way back from a late lunch. Uh, a Corolla makes a wide turn onto the street that they were on, overcorrects twice, and then slams into the car behind him, uh, missing the CRV by about two feet. Guy gets out stumbling, obviously drunk, in a Liverpool jersey, as I assume he was at a bar watching the game. Uh, he then said, I hope he enjoys jail. Kenny replied, how quickly you'll never walk alone. Turns out you'll never shower alone in prison. <laughs> <laughs> Well, which said, is very funny. Kenny. So that's the other way you can get in touch. Text somebody that knows us. Yeah, and and, and we'll find out. <laughs> we that will way. find out. Yes. yes, you will. You definitely will not be alone in the shower, my good man. You will not be alone you know, in the shower. Or you can always slide into producer Mel's DMs, but that's a story for injury time <laughs> after is. the show. That is very good. Find your best pastry, uh, pastry, <laughs> and uh, pull up a cozy chair because that is a that is a juicy one. 
Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Sammy, we're going uh, out of our comfort zone, but a sneaky good cocktail. Yes. What are we drinking tonight? We have a Paloma. Mm, yes. Uh, made traditionally with squirt soda, mm-hmm. which you found, uh, which is awesome. Uh, but the tequila we use was Milagro, 80 proof uh, silver tequila. Pretty straightforward. Nice sweetness up front. 100% agave, of course, and you can find it for $27.99 to $32.99 uh, on the shelf. Excellent. So a Paloma, a little hidden secret here because uh, yours truly doesn't drink tequila a ton, but when he does, his absolute favorite cocktail for tequila is a Paloma. Now, you can do it really fancy or you can do it really simple. Um, in its simplest form, it's a rum and Coke. It's tequila. It's squirt soda. It's a squeeze of lime. That's it. Yep. It's the easiest damn thing to make. And it's refreshing as hell. And if you like grapefruit soda, you'll love this drink. Uh, it's an awesome porch pounder when you're sitting outside on a 90-degree day. It's the most refreshing thing in the world. Um Interestingly enough, um, I know you're a big margarita, specifically a spicy margarita fan. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I like spicy Palomas as well, though. Margarita is not the drink of Mexico. Right. It was made for a bunch of stupid Americans. The drink of Mexico, Paloma. It's Paloma. Yep. Absolutely, it's the Paloma. Now, there's fancier ways you could do it. You do it with fresh squeezed grapefruit juice and soda water and all kinds of fun stuff. You could bring I like, it up I or like down. doing a dash of juice mm-hmm. with San Pellegrino grapefruit. There you go. Yeah. As well, yeah. And I chop, I usually chop uh, jalapenos in mine. Yep. Because I do like a spicy Paloma. The grapefruit jalapeno is excellent. Now, so I did a little, a little bit to this. I gave it some... Um, 1821 uh, grapefruit lavender bitters to give it a little bit of brightness. I squeezed um, a lime and a half into it as well with the tequila. And I threw a little bit of salt in it too, just to give it a little something extra. And then you got the the rim here of yep. a... Uh, tahin. Tahin, yeah, which is a chili lime salt. Yeah. yeah. So think of what you throw on Mexican street corn, uh, tahin. Yep. It's excellent, man. Uh, everybody remember to drink responsibly. Absolutely. Oh, Mel's already out. Look at that. Well, then let me fill Mel out before we go ahead and get into the segment. It was quite tasty, and so uh, I was getting thirsty while y'all were talking about I'm it. I was going to say, all the tahini is gone as well. Oh, I definitely guy. licked that off the glass. <laughs> all right, Save kids. Save that for injury time. <laughs> <laughs> I got her right as she was taking a sip. Perfectly done. <laughs> Perfectly executed, my good man. And she almost spit it out. Yes, she did. <laughs> Oh, fuck it. it. The jokes write themselves. They they really do. <laughs> we start ourselves with two uh, scenarios of a manhood check. One was a superior example of testicular fortitude. And the other, well, was just a fucking neutering. Chelsea won, Liverpool won, Manchester City five, Arsenal nil. Oh, yeah, I got to take a shot of alert, don't I? Uh, yeah, you do. Uh, uh, we're talking Chelsea Liverpool first, though. Gut fucking checkpoint for for Chelsea. Yes. Wow. Um, gut check. I mean, we'll get into all the craziness that went along with it. It was a great game. Fantastic game. It was a lot of fun to watch. A very exciting one, one draw. Uh, and really the, the stats don't tell the story because that obviously has Reese James's red card factored in. Um, Liverpool weren't, they only dominated because they had an extra man uh, prior to that. Red card. It all was, Chelsea. yeah, but Liverpool weren't shy of playing football either. You know, I mean, they had a couple of chances here or there themselves. It was, it was a lot of fun to watch this game. It was, yeah. it was two giants of the game having a go at one another. It was a lot of fun. It wasn't the, what we expected it to be, which was the very patient chess match. Even though the result was what we thought it would be both walk away with a point. We thought it would be a far more timid affair and they fucking went at each other. Yeah. Absolutely, they did. Uh, it was I mean, it, it, the game had everything: poor refereeing, tactical changes, a tactical substitution, mm-hmm. uh, Firmino coming off um, early on. But for, some food for thought on the red card. Okay. Initially, I didn't think it was going to be. It, it shouldn't have been a red. Initially, right. if you look at the replay, though, he does kind of move his hand and scoop the ball out, and mm-hmm. I think that movement is what makes it deliberate. Because initially, the initial contact with the hand was a deflection off of his thigh. Right. I think that 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 motion is what the referee saw and that informed his decision. And to the letter of the law, the red card's a good decision. Then I would argue the following. How does the referee see that from a still shot that he looks at for one second and walks away? 
Well, I don't, he I mean, didn't look. Obviously, he got somebody talking in his he ear. Didn't look I don't at know. The, he didn't even look at a replay of it. He just walked right up, looked at the screen, saw it on his arm, and walked right over and handed a red card. Uh, I, don't, I would. I can't I speak would, to what he did or didn't do, but I would yeah. agree with the thought process if he actually watched a replay. He didn't. He walked up and looked at a screenshot for a second and walked away. Yeah, I feel it was not a red. Um, I. You're, you're falling backwards. Your arms are moving around. I don't, I don't think, think it's a red either. Personally, I just when you see that motion, I think that's what is is informing the decision. And it more than likely, it's the VAR making that call. Right. Well, talking I'm, in his ear. You know what I mean? Which is a shame because it shouldn't be the case. I, I we'll, we'll hit on this a little bit later on when it comes to the final game of the day that we'll talk about. Um, but it feels like VAR is making the calls they want to make not the calls that should be made. Yeah. It feels like, oh, well, the ref called it a penalty. Let's let this be. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Pogba came in with his feet up, but but the guy didn't fall over right away. So we're going to let it like, no, fucking spikes up right through fucking guy's shin. His Pogba's sick. was more of a red than Reese James's <laughs> like, in my opinion. Yeah, just, okay. If Granite Jackers was a red card, Paul Pogba's was a red card. Absolutely. Again, we'll get to it later, but it just, it, it just, I'm getting this overwhelming feeling that VAR is making the call they want to make, not the call that maybe should be made. I feel yeah. like, I, I feel like it's, oh, well, how do we help the ref out of this situation? Is what I kind of feel like. Absolutely. And I also feel that there's, it's very clearly starting to show the calls that are made for one side that are not made for other sides. Yep. Feeling very obvious as well. Absolutely. Very obvious. Uh, Kai Havertz with an amazing header. <laughs> Fantastic header. Allison, you can, if you look at the, the replay, you can see Allison's face. As soon as Kai Havertz make, uh, makes contact with the ball, Allison <laughs> knows he's in trouble. His face is oh shit. <laughs> and then like he's, he left, to, he's left flapping. Trying to do that yep. swim in the air thing. Uh -huh. in the arms. Did not work. Uh, now, I also would say, I think Havertz was just trying to put it into space. I don't think Havertz was trying to put it in the back of the net. He'll tell you he was. But it worked. <laughs> yeah. It worked. Somebody else uh, scored without meaning to score as well this weekend. Absolutely. Uh, in, uh, human son. Yep. And yep. It, it still counts, right? A goal is a goal. That's it. That's it. If it goes in off your ass, your dick, or your foot, doesn't matter. <coughs> still a goal. And then halftime, <laughs> the chess match, the chess match then went to Thomas Tuchel. Yes. And he made moves and changed the system up, oh. everything. It was awesome. It was it was fantastic. I mean, like the nerd he is, he, he played it perfectly. And Chelsea And the players still, responded. Chelsea still got chances. Oh, yeah. Romelu Lukaku, who never runs, was running his ass off in the second half. Oh, yeah. That's a guy who typically will go, okay, well, we're down 10 men. I'll stay at midfield, and you guys hoist me up the ball. No, he was getting back on defense. He was following the ball. I mean, they just. Well, that's because he, he lost the stone or whatever it was after they diagnosed <laughs> that digestional problem yep. he had. Yes. Some allergies got that caused him to gain weight when he was with United. Yep. Yep. And he was like a stone and a half or something overweight. Mm -hmm. uh, when he got to Italy, they corrected that issue. Whatever it was, got him on a special diet. He slimmed up and now he's wor it, it worked very hard when he was with Inter as well. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that was the problem. Um, but also, Jose Mourinho wouldn't motivate me to run, to be honest. <laughs> so here's my question to you. Um, <clears throat> it's obviously a point one for Chelsea and two points lost for Liverpool. This is a very early in the season, but is this an early indicator of a team that's got what it takes to win the championship? And one that's maybe just a little too light to win the championship. It, if anybody for Liverpool goes down, we've said this before. If there's any injuries in that team, the drop off mm -hmm. is tremendous to the people that are going to be replacing. Harvey Elliott's playing his ass off for the kid. He is He's doing a hell of a job. But like Oxley Chamberlain, yeah. if one of the front three goes down, sure, a game, maybe two games in a row, fine. But sustained, you're you're losing. A massive amount of talent, right? Uh, if the likes of Mane or Salah are out, and Ox is the one coming in. Mm -hmm. um, same thing with the center backs. If Matip or uh, VVD goes down, mm -hmm. done. Yeah, that you know the the other two. I mean, they started finally to get it together towards the end of last season, but they're not as good as those two. Um, even the the new guy who I can't say his last name, the left back that debutized for uh, 
uh, or uh, deputized for um, Andy Robertson for uh, the first Sam- couple of games Samikas. of the season. Something like that. Samikas. Yeah. He, decent, yeah. but he's not fucking Andy Robertson, is he? No, no, so he's not. So if at the goalkeeping situation, if Allison goes down, Adrian mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah, not good. And the Irish kid's pretty good, but sustained for five, six, seven, eight games in a row, yeah. not great. Yeah. Um, it, it, so it, if, if they keep their first 11 fit, they've got a fighting chance. If they don't, they're in trouble. But when you also say this is one you should have won then? You went yeah, up a man. I mean, yeah, but Chelsea you had your people che- out there. Chelsea did very well. One of the best goalkeepers in the league in Edward Mendy. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, he had a great second and, half. And Rudiger, he made three or four really big saves. I don't know what happened, but around February, Rudiger just a switch went off and he became a world class defender. Yeah. Yeah. He he looked, you know, not very good before February. Uh a couple gaffes, couldn't find the right partner. Remember, he got dropped at one point for Kurt Zuma. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's now fucked off to West Ham. Yeah. But now he looks like the best defender in the league. Yeah. He, he's doing to that back line what Virgil van Dyke did when he showed up at Liverpool. It's just Rudiger was already there. He just all of a sudden became a world-class player. It, it's it's amazing. Chilwell can't even sniff the pitch right now. Nope. Like That's a big signing they went out and got. Can't even get on well, the pitch. He, he probably can't, you know... Bring it up that point, he might get killed. <laughs> Very Allegedly. true. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um, yeah, a great early season match. I I think that it does lend to a bigger story. Um, I feel like you have to have Liverpool in the conversation for for title contenders, but I feel like the other three have all made huge improvements to their side. Yeah. And Liverpool has not. Now the transfer window ends on today. Tuesday, we're recording Monday, but it'll be Tuesday morning when you're listening to the show. I, a lot can happen, yeah. but but still, not not good. And that's not that's not a result that they should particularly be pleased with. No, I, they I needed would tend to, to get agree. that W. I, I think they're probably the weakest of the top four yeah. or five. Yeah. Um, that would be that we would consider title contenders. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's uh, again, it just, it basically just boils down to fitness for me. Mm. I mean, if they're, they're going to be genuine or not, it just boils down to fitness. Got it. Got it. I mean, you got Diogo Jota as the only quality substitution they really have <laughs> that would keep the, the level of talent, uh, in that starting 11. Since you have nothing else to say, let's go ahead and move on to the next one. I don't have much to say about this either. Uh huh. <sighs> what sucks most about this game mm-hmm. is Arsenal started really, really well. Yeah, yeah. So, so when does uh, Big Sam get hired? I'll kill y'all. You're, 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 you you're can't tr- censor me from this. You're, you're 20th place. You're 20th place right now. Yeah, I know. You and haven't scored a goal. And Ray, do you see the meme he put up? Uh-huh. Can't even make fun of us properly. Uh. Got all his stats wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's nine goals against, right? Yes, not seven. Not seven, yeah. Hey, you scored six in the League Cup. Yeah, sure did. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's uh, that's fun. Um, 19.6% possession. The uh, lowest we've recorded since these stats were kept, I think. <laughs> we are the longest-serving top-flight team in the world, consecutive years. And that is uh, in danger, obviously, after these first three games. I think we will right the ship. You'll, you'll, you'll hire Big Sam. Everything will be okay. No, we're not hiring Big Sam. Oh, uh, yeah. Ferran Torres, uh, Torres had two, yep. which I also celebrated that uh, that last goal because he's in my fantasy team. <laughs> Rodri's, uh, Rodri's probably the best goal of the, uh, of the match. Yes, of the that bunch. That was a gorgeous goal. Yeah, just passed it into the bottom corner from 25 yards out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Granite Jock obviously getting the red card. Uh, it's ridiculous. Um Kind of a manufactured stat that I heard, but it is kind of damning. Uh, Mikel Arteta has lost as many games in his first 20 months in charge than Wenger did in a six-year period between 2002 and 2008. Well, you now, keep- that included the Invincible season, and they just kind of picked whatever right. era they the wanted. really best, it's, yeah. It's a manufactured stat. I say, go ahead but- and keep, keep, keep living on that one uh, like most Arsenal fans do. Remember the early 2000s? Those were great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Invincibles, those yeah. those were the days. Like Chris Farley. Yeah, yeah, remember the Invincibles? That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was you, that's you guys. Go they, ahead. So for that first seven minutes, I even believed, you know, that we could do something. Even though we didn't muster a shot on target, we controlled the ball. City <sighs> Kyle Walker twice went to trap the ball, 
took his eye off of it, picked his foot up, ball rolls out for a throw-in. I mean, they were shook. And then the first fucking attack down the field, three center backs, Mm -hmm. and Ilkay Gundogan rises highest (laughs) to head home? Get the fuck out of here. It's schoolboy stuff. Granite Xhaka gets sent off. Very easy. Substitute Kalazanac out. Go back to a back four. Put in Laconga. Right. And then you go 4-4-1. Yep. You shut up shop. Let Abba sit up top and run around. You don't fucking do what they did. I mean, it it, it really is schoolboy management. (laughs) It's it's pitiful. There, There was so many opportunities to change what was happening and to damage uh, limitation mode. And he just didn't do it. And he got fucking embarrassed and embarrassed the rest of it. I mean, by the end of it, I was just laughing. Granite Shaka, um, the, the, the red card. I tend to think that he really just lost his head. Cause uh, clearly what he was, what I would think he was trying to do was pull a you. Yes. Fire up the team. But he did. You he, don't do that by sliding through somebody with your feet up in the air. No. You run through their chest and yes. you knock them on the ground. You take a yellow, you turn around and you yell at your entire team to get Correct. their head out of their ass. But there's no leaders in this team. He just slid through. I. He's the epitome of trying too hard. Don't don't let the ref make that decision. Is it a eh, red? Eh, yeah, it was a eh. But you put the fucking spikes in the air. You, you leave the ref that option. You, you, you leave yourself open to the fact that the red could be coming. Absolutely. Don't put yourself in that scenario. Just run through the guy and knock him on the fucking ground. hundred percent point made. Exactly. But that again, granite jock is the epitome of trying too hard. If you imagine granite jock in a mall as a teenager, getting a girl's phone number, mm-hmm. he would have called her the second he got to his vehicle. He wouldn't have waited the requisite 48 hours as you're meant to do. He would have called her as soon as he got to the car. And if and you would have, she, if she you would have answered the phone and she'd have blocked his number because he's doing too much. He's trying too hard. And if you would have watched the movie swingers and knew that you would have said he pulled a Mikey, but you don't watch the movie. You don't know that movie. So it's okay. We'll let it slide. I enjoy my monogamous lifestyle. So <laughs> we'll be watching swingers has dude. nothing to do with Hip that. and happening kids. <laughs> Mel, hip and happening fucking kids. You hear this shit, right? Fucking incredible. So I want to say real quick, um, there's been a uh, new nickname garnered for you, but I'm not sure if it's really appropriate. Um, Probably not. Good good friend of the show, uh, Barnaby, had uh, reached out. uh, A Chelsea supporter had said, uh, from now on, we got to call you uh, MTP. And that is? Mid-table problems. No. Problem is, you're 20th place, mate. Can't really call you mid-table problems when you're at the bottom of the fucking league. <laughs> yeah. Here, yeah. Let me let me pass this uh, shot of my lord on over yeah, here to you. Let's get this over with. I'm surprised I didn't get a Tahiti rimmer here with the rim job we threw up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. That uh, that shot of my lord will taste like a rim job. Is it a video? <laughs> I want to get the shirt in the picture, dude. Oh. Merchandise. Merchandising. <laughs> <laughs> Spaceballs, the flame flower. The kids <sighs> love that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I did it for the bands. <laughs> now, as you finish that, how long does Arteta have? Ooh, as Sam's making like, I'm going to puke faces. Oh, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, early November. I think, I think the uh, Derby. I think the London Derby. If if there's not if they're not three and three, because <clears throat> the next couple are fairly winnable matches. I mean, it could be, yeah. I mean, that could be true. But um, they spent. Huh, it's the other thing that sucks. Mm-hmm. They are top of the money chart for the uh, transfer window. Arsenal. Yeah. And then bottom of the league. Uh, I think the first person that's going to go is Edu, because mm-hmm. uh, he's the one ultimately. Ultimately, that's writing those checks, mm-hmm. scouting this talent. I think he's going to be fired first, and I don't think Arteta is going to be long after that. Um, but because they spent that <laughs> amount of money, they're going to give Arteta a little bit of time to try to put it together. We've also been dealing with a bunch of COVID cases. Mm-hmm. So Pepe was out For again. Second, second time. Illness. Yeah. Right? You, guys, you guys got COVID twice. Yeah. Ben White still out, our, our record defensive signing. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Gabriel Abom- just came back. Gabrielle's still hurt his knee. Yeah, uh, from uh, Olympic duty. Partey still hurt his ankle. Mm-hmm. He should be back in training this week, though. So we still yet to take the field with our full first eleven. Because they spent this money, I think they're going to give him a little bit of time. 
zero goals, mm-hmm. zero points, nine goals against. Uh, this is the worst start in Arsenal's history through the first three games. And they won't let it stand for long, but they did they spend $150 million or whatever it was, £125 million. Pounds. They have to give them a little bit of time to try to put it together, but they will pull the trigger before Christmas if necessary. And I, I think they'll probably give them till the first or second week of November. When you hit that international break, Arteta needs to be careful. If he hasn't picked up uh, at least, you know, nine to 12 points by then, he needs to be very fucking careful. Hey, you still got the Invincibles. Next up in... What a dick. Next up in... (laughs) Oh, so draws happened. Aston Villa 1, Brentford 1, West Ham 2, Palace 2, Newcastle 2, Southampton 2, Leeds 1, Burnley 1. Uh... Villa and Brentford, a really lively match, man. It was. It was a lot of fun to watch this one again. A little bit fortunate, that first goal from uh, Ivan Tony that the ball found its way to his foot. But once it did, Ooh. fantastic finish. Oh, Ripped it in the back beautiful. of the net. Beautiful. Adjusted himself very well. Th- I mean, this was the same as Liverpool-Chelsea in terms of end-to-end stuff, back and forth. I mean, there was intrigue. There, You know, the quality was just a little less, mm-hmm. um, but it was an excellent game to watch. It was Great so watch. much fun. Yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. fun. A lot of fun to watch. Um, obviously, I didn't watch it live. Mel was watching it live because my game was going on at the same time. But when I went back and watched it, it was a fun fucking it, Oh, game. yeah, it was yeah, great. Good give and take. And that's with uh, most of our starting bench kind of plucked out. We didn't have McGinn. We didn't have Mings. Watkins didn't come in until the last 10 minutes. He's still didn't have coming Traore. back from an injury, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we had a lot of players out. And gosh. Leon Bailey's hurt as well right now currently. Triori was yep. hurt. Like So, uh, good, good good for Buendia to get off the mark. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. what a fantastic goal that was. That really Fabulous was nice. goal. It was, it was two nice. great strikes. Yeah. Um, we gave uh, them a lot of really, opportunities. And we've been playing a better team. They could have taken advantage of the holes that we had. But we held up pretty well. And... Villa's starting to really gel together, so I'm feeling good about the season. Yeah, yeah but you're not you last. Sh- hey, you're you not should. last place. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was, I was, I was going to ask you how many starting players were you missing when you played Brentford? Oh, five. Yeah, they're missing a bunch. All right. So yeah, I'll we had a that. child up front. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally <laughs> a child. Bol- Bolligan. Yeah, Balligan. I yeah, think I, I, I don't remember how to say it. I, I picked think it's him up. Balligan. I picked him up in fantasy because uh, great success has uh, fucked off to the continent. Oh, and uh, Ollie Watkins, when he did come on the pitch, got a great cheer from all four corners of the stadium because he used to be a Brentford B. That's right. Mm-hmm. He was I, their top goal scorer yeah. this summer. That three seasons in a row, member Ben Rama mm-hmm. as well from West Ham. I do wonder what the comparison or contrast is going to be when the next time we play Man City. <laughs> Very true. Um, big shout out. I don't out. think it's going to be as welcoming. Friendly? Yeah. You don't think so? Not no. a, a doubtful. They may give him a wee clap, but. <laughs> big shout out to our Barossa B, one Miss Jane, who has been putting up each week in our. Full uh, synopsis. Gosh. It's been fantastic. It's been excellent. I have loved it. Talks Jane, about what she's Jane's drinking up and in everything. Her game, so up yours. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Definitely. If you have not uh, found the Drunker United FC group, please find us. It's a fun little closed group. And all we do is just bust balls, raise hell and talk about all our clubs. And it's so much fun. So I wanted to say so much more than I said this weekend, but I was scared of getting the group shut down and kicked off Facebook again. You know, because there's a lot of hate in your heart. Moving on to West Ham and Palace, uh, the four nows Antonio fucking combo. Just woo, they what a tidy are, little one too that was. They, and that's they've now done that a couple games in a row. Those two are figuring each other out. They just seem to know where each other's going to be. And and if if center backs are focusing on Antonio, fuck you. He'll he'll drop it off. He Absolutely. knows Fornals is going to be there, and he knows Fornals is going to put it away. Hundred uh, percent. But first, Palace tried to beat themselves. Oh if, yes, they if did. Not for Joel Ward mm-hmm. uh, and his very astute defending. Uh, because Guaita apparently forgot the word English word for keeper uh, and <laughs> didn't tell Yalcom Anderson that uh, that he was coming out to gather that ball. And Anderson almost headed into his own net. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Getting there just before Guaita and beating him pretty expertly. If uh, uh, but Anderson Joel- <laughs> had done that, it would have been very Fulhamish of him. <laughs> very much so. <laughs> but yeah, now Joel Ward saved it. Antonio with the composure mm-hmm. to pick out Pablo Fornals. 
Uh, it was a great, great buildup. It was fantastic. He did look very defendery with the way that he Cruyff turned uh-huh. uh, <laughs> when he cut back to pass the ball to Pablo, um, which is very funny uh, because James, especially Smokey, always mm-hmm. always complains that he's not actually a striker. He's a right back. He, he did look a lot like a defender when <laughs> yeah. he when he did that Cruyff but, turn. But it's working. You it's know fucking what? working. It's all and. It, it's on. For now's with a fantastic uh, pullback as well. Um, mm-hmm. Later on for for Antonio's yep. goal, it was it was brilliant. Yeah, I mean uh, those two are on fire. They're on fire now. All you got to do is is get um, um, uh, Ben Rama really kind of kicking, which he's already gotten a goal, but really get him kicking and get Bowen kind of more into the offense. And- well, Ben Rama was involved a lot. Uh, yeah. In this game as well, he he played very well. Right, I thought the uh, in terms of Palace, what what the other I'm, I am going to bring it back to Arsenal for a second, especially with their their new coach. What really annoys me is twenty months of Mikel Arteta. We look uh-huh. worse in three games. You can visibly see Crystal Palace improving. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> all three, every single game, it's an has improvement. gotten better from them, and in we suck. Uh, I would have said this before. And it's so painful to watch. I would have said that before this match. I would have said this following statement, but after this match, I say it now emphatically. Get on the phone before the transfer window is up. Change that loan into a fucking signing. Get Connor Gallagher on your team. Absolutely. Right fucking now. Nah, he was a bit fortunate for the first one. Mm-hmm. Um Truth be told, but you put it towards the far post. So this is what mm-hmm. you're told as a kid. It's a nice swivel. Uh, <laughs> caught the keeper off guard. Got, got himself into the good. Got himself into a position where he could put the ball on net. That's Absolutely. what you're supposed to do. And yeah, it was it was very well done from him. A, a real coming out performance. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he he played very well for Norwich last. Was it <clears throat> no West Brom last West year? West Brom. I'm sorry. He played very. He was one of the few bright spots in that West Brom team. Um, and I think it fully deserves uh, his run out and and very well done to him. I don't think Chelsea's ever going to put him in their first team. We talked about that in um, in injury time a, a few weeks ago, that he's one of those kind of guys he's never going to be in a Chelsea blue uniform on no. the pitch. He's just not. So, but this year is going to add millions upon millions to his transfer value. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a $25 million check that uh, Palace are going to have to strike. And yep. you know what? You fucking strike it because it's going to be worth it. Because imagine him once you get Ezzy back healthy as well. Absolutely. Oh, I mean, you three pronged. That's, that's what you need. That's a nice three pronged <coughs> attack. You got Gallagher through the middle mm-hmm. and Zaha and Eze either side with a point man and Benteke oh. actually have a pretty formidable front line. It's not bad. Or or Mateo, the uh, the transfer that they got from yep. uh, Leon as well. As well yeah. You know, you just kind of solidify who you have playing. I'm holding. not drunk enough to deal with the transfers right. yet. No, no, no. That'll be, <laughs> that'll be, that'll be next, next week. weekish, yeah. like sometime. Yeah. We'll, we'll get good. that done. But, um, you like you like you said the biggest thing there, visible improvement over every single match for Palace. That is highly fucking encouraging. Absolutely, it is. It, it but it goes to show you, right? What coaching does. It goes to show you what engaged management does. Mm-hmm. And the frustrating part, as a legend of Arsenal, right? In in Patrick Vieira leading this, somebody that I would have liked to have seen come and coach. Us. So the fact that, that 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 this is happening at Palace, and I get why Arsenal wouldn't have went for him, right. didn't necessarily, well, even that, did, I was about to say, didn't really have a lot of top flight experience. Guess who he had more top flight experience than? Arteta. Mikel Arteta. Yeah. You know what? It, it's fucking annoying. And to to see that group of players, who, yes, they've they've lowered the age profile of the squad, so have we. <laughs> may, would you argue that their young players are better than ours? I wouldn't. Right. Um. Which means it has to be coming from the top. Yeah. It has to be coming from the manager. Yeah. And I'm very quickly falling into the Arteta out camp. Okay. Fair enough. Very quickly falling right. into the Arteta. Oh, we're out talking camp. about Palace and uh, West yeah. Ham. Vieira and it's fine. Okay. He's going to win three more games. Pro and Arsenal Patrick Vieira is going to fuck right. off into uh, to Arsenal. Okay. To replace Mikel Arteta uh, West, in November. West Ham. Here's <laughs> here very pivotal time right now for West Ham. You have to get another striker. You hope. I mean, hopefully you can get. Lingard on a fairly reasonable. Apparently that's off the books. Off the books. Not going to happen. Apparently it's not on the cards anymore. But the big one, here's the big one that could happen. What could end up happening. And I know they're going to do everything to try to keep them. But what if United comes with a check on Tuesday 
for Declan Rice because it's the one piece they need. It's the one fucking thing they need. And they just go, here's a hundred million for Declan Rice. Are the Dildo brothers going to say no to that? They're not going to say oh, no to that. Of course not. But did you remember uh, old Mike in, our, in, uh, in the closed group, Mike Christopher? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seven minutes into the match? Uh-huh. Puts up. Fred is already pissing me the fuck off. <laughs> Seven minutes into the match. Yep. And that's exactly who Declan Rice would be replacing, obviously. Mm-hmm. And with their obvious recent pickup, uh, who Mel is jockeying for in uh, DUD2. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> also, also uh, CR7 joining. It's very encouraging over at United right now, which annoys the piss out of me. Yeah. Or or the other one could be Basuma as well for Brighton. Like yep. trans- the transfer coming up, the transfer deadline coming up. It's not just who moves where as far as who people pick up. It's who do people lose? And then, so with West Ham, if you lose Rice, you can move Suchek right back there. Now, the problem is, is then you don't have the second guy. You also don't have the same passing range. Right. Which changes their system, I think, quite considerably. Yeah. But it's... It's still depth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. And and if I'm West Ham, I'd be real fuck nervous because... I don't think City will come for him yet because Rodri and Gundogan and and Fernand, you know, Fernandino for the most part could still, you know, he could do a job, but Gundogan and Rodri do a decent job. Yeah, right? absolutely. But it's the one glaring hole at United, and they haven't had to write very big checks other than for Sancho. Well, and the other piece of that too is FFP is relaxed because of the COVID stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they're not really looking at people. Imagine that. Isn't that some fucked up shit? Mm-hmm. PSG spends what they want when FFP is supposed to be a thing. And then they pull off those three free transfers in the window where FFP isn't a thing. Right. Exactly. Isn't that a son of a bitch? <laughs> it is. It's crazy. What kind of backward-ass world is this? So very... But, yeah, so FFP's relaxed. So really, United could write whatever check they want and wouldn't even have to, yeah, you know, own up to it necessarily. Yeah. Well, and the big thing, too, that always... This is why the richer the rich clubs always do so well is huge stadium, huge television deals, huge overseas uh, uh, jersey sales allows you to get these guys on cheaper rates like... Ronaldo for under 30 million. Yeah, but he's also 34. Right. But you're going to, because you can afford to pay him 250,000 a week. Oh, well, that, yeah, absolutely. You can afford it. You I can mean, afford it because your stadium is full every game of the year. Your TV money is ridiculous. Your jersey sales that, are insane. If only that worked for Real Madrid and Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As somehow Real Madrid does have 150 million, apparently, for killing Mbappe, though, <laughs> even though they are over a billion pounds in debt. Yep. All right. Next one. Newcastle. They get the late winner, right? You're like, all right, here we go. They get the late winner. Yeah. Only <laughs> then to brucey it up and fuck off with a penalty at the death. I, I think this game, I would rather talk about Keith's performance so far in fantasy <laughs> because that is the closest Steve Bruce will get to the top of the table ever. <laughs> As opposed to talking about yep. this game. Keith's sitting 3-0 and right now in the league. Killing and loving it. it. Yeah, absolutely. The bants are going nuts in the group. Uh, but now Newcastle, it's so tough, right? Took the lead, gave it away again. Right. Took the lead, gave it away again, and they only had two minutes left to play. <laughs> well, and here's it's the thing ridiculous. too: ridiculous. You you get two goals. It's it's St. Max and it's fucking Wilson. It's exactly what you want. It's like, exactly what it's supposed to be. You did exactly. what you're supposed to do, yeah. except for see the except defend fucking game out. Yep. <laughs> like it, it was, all you had to do was see the game out. I think it was a definite penalty. I think oh, it was yeah. the correct oh, yeah. decision by far. Um, and James Ward Prowse is almost Mr. Automatic there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, mean it, it, I don't, there's gotta be some sort of mentality shift at Newcastle, right? They just don't stay switched on. Uh, and this really, if you just examine Steve Bruce as a man and some of the other legends associated with Newcastle, Kevin Keegan, for instance, mm-hmm. <laughs> There are moments where they just switch off and do some weird ass shit. <laughs> yeah. And the team is a direct reflection of yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. 
It's just like, what are you doing? Yeah, Why? Two, minutes, two minutes left. Let's piss off to Tesco and go get a sausage log. <laughs> exactly. Sausage roll. No, like, we're, like, we're done. I'm going to just head to the. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee it was Steve Bruce even on the sidelines when the, the, when just, the tying uh, goal went in. Terrible. I bet you he was back in the, uh, in the changing room getting himself a cup of tea. Mm-hmm. It's that like you got to stay switched on for 90 full minutes, man. You uh, can't let this sit slide. For Southampton, big shout out to uh, Mohamed uh, Elanusio, uh, who scored a hat trick. In the League Cup at the Potato Patch, which we'll talk about on Injury Time. Not a Potato Patch anymore, by the way. Oh, okay. Very good. Well, let's talk about that on Injury Time, okay. though. But anywho, scores the hat trick uh, against Newport County, earns himself a start, gets a goal in this one. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I mean, Kenny was talking. He, I saw him yesterday when I was sitting outside having a beer when I got done doing all the work. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was walking his daughter. Uh, shout out, Emily. Happy birthday. She just turned one. And, um, and he, he finally this dude starts. Like, he was clamoring for this dude. I can't tell you the amount of text messages I got after the League Cup round. Mm-hmm. And he was like, this dude has to start. Fuck Gineppo. <laughs> <laughs> so this dude couldn't score, like couldn't shoot his way out of a wet paper bag. <laughs> hell of a job. I mean, yeah. hell of a job. And, really. uh, but he was very excited to see uh, Ellen Yusey, uh, uh score, obviously. And and just, he deserves to play. He deserves to start. And and look what he does. <laughs> it's a, you know, a man that's taken his chance and well done to him. Final one. Hands down, next to uh, Liverpool and Chelsea, the most entertaining game of the weekend, which is was weird. Leeds and fucking Burnley. That game was fun. Ashley, what a fun game. Ashley Barnes, somebody pissed in his Cheerios. Mm-hmm. Didn't, he was a proper shit house. I was like three or four yellows in the first half. Everybody's kicking the shit out of one another. Ashley Barnes could have been sent off three times. Yep. Yeah. Some, oh the, yeah. The one tackle was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Okay, That's I, horrible. And, and here's the funny thing. Burnley was kind of dictating the game of a lot of it, too. Yeah. They really were. Like, <laughs> particularly leading up to the goal, right? There was a 10-minute stretch. I'm just sitting there going, when's Burnley going to score? When, uh, Burnley, when's Burnley going to score? Because, they, I mean, you're looking at Leeds, and Leeds are on their heels. And it's like, Leeds not the kind of team that's ever on their heels. And, and who, like... Who fucking let loose the monster that's Sean Dyche to suddenly make Burnley like just th- throttle forward and attack? Yeah. And, I mean, it was and for the neutral best game of the weekend. It was so much fun. Yeah, God, I, it was a fun game. I mean, if you just look at the stats, right? Uh, equal shots overall. Uh, Burnley on target actually outshot Leeds three to two. Mm-hmm. Um, and just on the statistics alone, because Leeds dominated the ball, but Burnley had their chances. Just on stats alone, you would say this is an archetypal you got Burnley. Except for Burnley actually played. Like yeah. you said, when they had the ball, this was they not, tried to this play This was some not football. 11 behind Ashley the ball. Bar- this was not no. park the bus, fuck you. They they A- took the game to Leeds. Ashley Barnes didn't get the memo, though. He yeah. was still playing the old Burnley way. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> the, I'm other 10, a bitch. <laughs> the other 10. The other 10. Were on the had their plan and it was working out well. McNeil was just on roaming, fire. marauding down the sideline. And I, I think it's hard done for uh, uh, Loughton. I mm-hmm. don't know that Chris Wood got a touch on that. Uh, no, he did. He did. He, I he couldn't did. see it yeah. change directions. Yeah, he did. He got a touch on that. Uh, all right. But I mean, again, uh, freaking Tarkovsky almost put another one in again. Also, um, crossbar yep. again. Yep. yep. Ben Mee with a lovely finish, but he was a judge to be offsides, I think, or a mm-hmm. foul maybe. Yeah. A fantastic finish from the tall center back. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, and and here for for Leeds, I mean, honestly, I don't think you expected to walk into this game and run into a buzzsaw. Like, I think they were a little taken back and surprised. Yeah. But they still responded. They still walked out of there with a point. Like, that's yeah, you wanted to get a win. You know, if you're Leeds, you, it's one of those games you probably thought of as three points, but I also don't think you expected to walk in the door and as soon as the bell got rung, you got punched right between the fucking eyes and went, oh, so this is the match we're playing today. Right, yeah. Like, I don't think they were ready for it, but but they which responded. Is weird, which is weird because that's what they did to teams when they came into the Premier League right. last season. But they responded and they got the goal and they got the, which was. Which also is really weird. Uh, essentially the same goal, just from mm-hmm. a different angle. Yeah. A, a redirection by the number nine yeah. uh, into the far corner. But it's, again, it was a fantastic game. I can say this much, Sam. It was a lot of fun to watch. If Burnley plays like this, Burnley will be okay. Absolutely. The only thing it missed was Ashley Barnes kissing someone. Yeah. That's it. We just needed a grown man <laughs> kissing another grown man on the nose because let's face it, that completes us.
rounding out the rest of the league in, oh, so that happened. Everton 2, Brighton 0. Leicester 2, Norwich 1. Spurs 1, Watford 0. Manchester United 1, Wolverhampton 0. I know where you're going to go with this, with what Brighton... Yeah, they might have had possession. They were never in control of this game. Listen, listen. Not once. Did you read my notes? Yeah. Brighton were in control of the game, but it was last season's Brighton. Yeah. They but, couldn't yeah. create a chance to save their lives. They couldn't do anything with the possession. Yeah. But they had 60-odd percent of the ball. Yeah, they you had, all were ruthless with the 35% you had. They had possession, but they never had the game. That's what I'm saying. It was just... Everton just took they it to him. They didn't create a single chance. Everton took it, just fucking took it to him. Easy day at the office for fucking Pickford. Uh, one very good save. Everything else was yeah. routine. Holgate and Keane, for as shitty as they have played the first couple of games of the season, they were fucking stellar in this match. Yeah. I mean, nothing got into, like, Mope just didn't have much of anything to work with because he wasn't getting anything because every ball, the minute it came in, either Keane or Holgate won it. Right. And and uh Damari Gray yet again the at this rate he's going to be the steal of the fucking season at 1.75 million. Absolutely I, is. I guess he's maybe for him he's finally realized this is my last chance in the prem. This is it. Well, and he I did better fucking make something. Part up. of the problem is he did really not he wasn't a bad player by any means, mm-hmm. but he was so unpolished when he was with Leicester. Yeah. It was basically our even went Burnley our, as well. Yeah, our Dama Triori two seasons ago. Yeah. Um where there was all of this pace, all this running at players, and the final ball was trash. Goes over, was it Leipzig or Wolfsburg mm-hmm. or somebody? Goes over to Ger- Leverkusen, maybe. He was with Leverkusen. Goes over to Germany. Gets a little bit of polish to his game, but again, there, there's. It's like the English don't pay attention to what happens overseas at all, mm-hmm. right? Um, so you kind of disappear into a foreign league for a bit, come back. Everton takes a chance on him. They need help on the wings. They need help specifically on the left wing, right wing more so. Left wing would be Richie. Oh yeah, well, fair enough. Yeah. I, I for I still envision him more kind of up front, but I guess him and DCL don't. Um, I mean, when they're helicoptering cocks uh, about penalties, <laughs> they do stand close to each other. But yeah. I guess uh, on the field and actual play, they're, they are uh, pretty far well, we'll apart. Get anyway. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to that in just a moment. We'll get to that in just a moment because I, I, I like how it has been resolved. So I'm happy with it. But yeah, he just you know, kept his head down, took some training in overseas, obviously, mm-hmm. came back, and now he's got two and two. And he's he's playing very very well, and uh, and he looks to be a, a as you say at twenty five years old, less than two million pounds could be the signing of the season in terms of value. I feel like uh, Rafa is getting more out of Alon than Carlo did, big time. God, that through ball for Coleman Damn, with sorry, the penalty. Russ, what a good game out of him. That that through ball Fucking everywhere. That through ball. That's the most uh-huh. Brazilian thing I've ever seen Alon do. Yeah. Decorey all over the beautiful fucking through ball to Seamus Coleman when he won the penalty. Oh yeah, fantastic! Everton's fucking singing right now. They look great. They look great. And for for Brighton, this was the first real test. Failed miserably. And you know who I put it on? Put it on. uh, Put it on the coach. I think Graham fucked it up because when he made the sub at halftime, took off McAllister. uh, I I know I did. What Potter do? Yeah, yeah, uh, fucked it up. Get it? But yes, I got you. Um, it's McAllister, the Argentinian who plays up top. Um, yeah, McAllister. Yeah, they. I think it's McAllister. McAllister. Yeah, yeah. separate. They. They just funny. They pulled him <laughs> off and put Veltman on because, ironically, the right side of the field, which we never attacked down, we were owning them on the right side of the field. Yep. And it didn't work, and then you didn't have any offense. Yeah. Like he, like. It's actually a horrible coaching decision from uh, from Potter, and it just went horrifically wrong. Now, I feel like this team still is going to learn and grow, and I like what they're becoming. You need to be very careful of because if it's not Rice, it could be Basuma that yep. ends up at a big club. Absolutely, and you got to be very careful, and hopefully, you hold on to him. Uh, but I mean, we uh, were informed. Oh, wait, you said big club. Sorry, excuse me. I don't think he wants to play for a bottom of the table team. <laughs> Someone already in a relegation fight. I don't think he wants to play for them. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, oh, so, uh, hold on. Wait to play. No, no, you're not playing in Europe dick. either. 
such a dick. Hey, you advanced in the uh, League Cup to the to the stage <laughs> to where the third all, round to where all the European teams <laughs> get to start playing. Yeah. The, you know the thing you used to do that yep. that that round. All right. So the, what what happened with the dick swinging contest? Okay, let's get to that. So very simple. Right right at the end of the match, Rafa came out and said, "Our rule on the team: one penalty. First one goes to DCL. If there's two penalties, second penalty it goes to Richie." Richie thought of it, it was every other penalty is his. No, first penalty of the match goes to DCL. Second penalty of the match goes to Richie. I don't care how good of penalty taker Richie is until DCL misses one because goalie guessed right twice and wasn't even close to his fucking like. I mean, they were good strikes. He ripped them. Very good strikes. Pitcher perfect into the bottom corner with pace. Like, and the goalie guessed right twice, and he scored twice. Fuck that. He's taking penalties till he misses one. I love an on-field fight between members of the same team. Oh, it's and it was very simple. Townsend went up to him, tried to calm him down. Well, Richie wouldn't calm down. No, and what you need is a level-headed Irishman to come in and calm things <laughs> yeah. down in that situation. He probably, <laughs> I am sure the words that came out of Seamus Colwood's mouth was, fuck off, you're not taking the penalty, he's taking the penalty, Chill the fuck out. <laughs> and if you don't, put my fucking forehead through your teeth. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it, it, I think the coach covered it pretty well. And now Richie, no, if Richie pulls that shit again, okay, well then, then we got to be worried. I have a, is, uh, is Richie, is Richie pulling some shit? Cause he wants to move to PSG. Cause that's been rumored. Well, they have some money to spend. Yeah, apparently uh, <laughs> they haven't spent hardly anything. Um, I do have one quick question for you. Yes. And I will continue to ask you this until you give me the answer that I already know you feel, but you don't want to admit. Mm -hmm. Are you sold on Rafa yet? I'm fucking getting there, man. I'm fucking getting there. Wow, that's surprising. I thought you'd be like, well, I don't know, the red shite. Uh, Gobshites or copites or whatever it is. Copites or copites. Whatever it is, I don't fucking know. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's what he's doing is working. Everyone's responding. They're playing well. Uh, we still got to get a right back. We still got to get a right fucking wing. I'm, I'm only still about three weeks away from it. I told you so. So Graham, just be prepared. Graham, mm-hmm. trust the process. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Hit the next button. All right. We got to get on. To, we got to, we got to get these games wrapped Fuck up. These We're talking, games. For, for an oh, so that trust happened. my process. Go to the next segment. <laughs> for an oh, so that happened. We have talked way too much about the Everton match. Uh, Lester two Norwich one, Jamie F and Vardy doing what Jamie F and Vardy fucking does, man. Yeah. Um, the Timu Puki uh, penalty that um, Sinuchu is in a bad way right now, well, man. It all started with the Euros and Turkey being uh-huh. everyone's dark horse. Very excited about this young Turkish team, this new look Turkish side that was dog shit. Yeah, and it seems to have broken Sinuchu. Yeah, he and it <laughs> and it doesn't help. It doesn't help that uh, Fafana's out for the entire fucking year, right? Like, but the torn ACL, wasn't yeah, because you just be like, okay, well, Senor Chu's head's not in it. Let's put Fafana. Wait, nope, nope. He he's hurt. <laughs> yeah, uh, what a pitiful penalty <laughs> to give away. But that goal that Pookie scored, the penalty, mm-hmm. is what kept Arsenal on goal difference in twentieth place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. really fucking annoying. Well, you know, I, I I would say you know Norwich has scored a goal, Arsenal hasn't. So when they come back from the international break and play each other, I think you got to fancy the Canaries to uh, knock <laughs> off the Gunners. <laughs> Shut up. Um, really, the same old story from Norwich. To be honest, mm-hmm. um, played some decent football, had a couple of chances, didn't create as much as they should have, and broke down defensively twice. Um, I really worry for them again. Honestly, but also let's look at what they've started. They started with Liverpool City, fucking Leicester, European sides right off the jump. I mean, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good thing that they're getting ready to face bottom of the table Arsenal. It's it's a good thing for them. Um, I was disappointed in this game for another reason, though. Okay, Jamie Vardy scored, and there was absolutely no shithousery. Yeah, there needs to be some shithousery. You need to to mock. The home fans. Like a canary. You need to mock the home support. If you're, I mean, you've done it the first two games of the season. You're Jamie F. and Vardy, man. <laughs> it's what we expect of you, my good man. It's what we expect of you. Next up, Tottenham. Three one nothing wins. Nine points. Top of the fucking table. God, boring as fuck. Yeah, but here's the thing. And if she was on the other foot, you'd be fucking laughing and chuckling right now. Their first place and their arch nemesis are fucking 20th place. And you haven't fucking scored a goal yet. Mark won't leave me alone. Every goddamn day I get a text from him. <laughs> How are you feeling? How's the weather down there? 
Shut up. That's, that's good. I, I I was beginning to think that his uh, number one team he hated was Everton because he fucking would like all of last season would just <laughs> nonstop fuck with me, even though we beat him twice and drew him once. But he would nonstop fuck with me. So, uh, yeah. Watford created nothing in this game. <laughs> I, I worry for them again. They look like they did at the tail end of two seasons ago versus how they look the first game of the season. That could have been. And that, it's not great. That game could have been worse. Bachman, their keeper, really kept them in it. Had uh, three excellent saves in the uh, in the second half. So when we say, oh, it was just another one nothing win for Spurs, eh, that one, that that's one where you look at, not like the last, the, the first two that they won where you're like, eh, I don't know if they deserve to win, but they won one nothing. This one, mm, no, I mean, they, Spurs they, created they, they all the chances. They could have scored a you lot know, it's more. Funny. Is Spurs tried to score a lot. The one time they didn't try to score is when they scored. And <laughs> exactly. But then Son tried to claim it, turned around, and I, all I heard was kids. <laughs> <laughs> and how much he inspires them. He does inspire the children. How is that Pogba <laughs> foul not clear and obvious? His foot was in the air. It dislodged. It- he hit him in the shin. His shin guard was sideways on his leg. It's because he took a step and then fell over and didn't jump up in the air and grab his. It was a fucking foul. It was a fucking red card. It's a foul any day of the week where I'm from. It's a red card. I've done that and I've gotten called for fouls. It's a fucking like. And and then they score directly because of it. Mm -hmm. United didn't deserve that game. They did not. Uh, but Mason Greenwood still uh, still going, three uh, goals, which is great for him. You got you got to figure out a way to get him into the lineup. Part of once the, you get Ronaldo in, correct. You got to let that kid play. Well, you know what? And call it controversial. Jaden Sancho's looked like shit uh, the couple don't of times disagree. he's played. Yeah. Um, I think Mason Greenwood could be pushed out wide, which would suck for him because he's a the best finisher. That, well, now Ronaldo's there, yeah. but. Mason Greenwood is the most natural finisher at the club. Yeah, agreed. Uh, here, here's a big question for you. Uh, Wolves are the best winless team right now, right? Yes. No doubt Raul about Jimenez it. Raul Jimenez looked a lot better this game, though. Started to put himself out there a bit, you know, put himself around, hit some people, do some things. Got Charged. a little more physical than when you looked yeah. uh, the first two games of the season. Um, and that's just going to come. It's a shame. But when a player suffers that sort of injury, you can't blame them for second guessing, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, a physicality uh, portion. <clears throat> uh, Triori gets lots of opportunities. He's going to have to start putting these things away. Yep. He's going to have to. Uh, I, uh, uh, so please Trin- Tottenham by him. Uh, Trin Cow. Trin Cow <laughs> is he's just he's going to start scoring. He's he's already getting the league and he's only been there for two matches, three matches now. He looks good. The, it's there you know he's going mm-hmm. to be good. It's just a matter of getting that first ball in the net. And honestly, for Wolves, as a team, it's a matter of getting the first ball in the net. They're a good team. <laughs> like like yeah. I told you at the start of the season, there's going to be very good teams that are going to finish in 13th place in this league. Uh, Jao Moutinho should have had two goals in this yeah. game. Yeah. Skied both of them. Yeah, it's, I, I They're thought, going to figure it out. Y- yes. I feel and, like. And what Bruno Lage is doing with them it's a good system and the team gets it and they're okay with it. Cause you would have thought under Nuno playing such a kind of re- resolute counterattack, get them on the run kind of thing that it would have been tougher for them to maneuver to what Bruno's doing. They're locked in the yeah. team's like, I, I don't, it's when you look at new coaches and you're like, I don't have a single problem with Bruno Lodge. He's running a great system. I don't have any concerns about Wolverhampton as a team. They're going to be good. As soon as, they could, as soon as they find the back of the net, I think the floodgates will open. Yep, I, I agree. Yeah. I, I feel sorry for the first, uh, you know, bottom end of the It'll table, like Arsenal that It'll gives up us. a four spot yep. to them, you It'll know? Because be that's going to happen, right? Yep. You know? And, sure is. You know, hey, like I said, some really good teams are going to finish in 13th place and some really shitty teams like yours are going to finish in 20th. No, we're not. Sure money. That's right, Mr. Graham. We got one Mr. Whiskey Dicks in studio to give us a few sound drops. I saw that picture, which is awesome. Good for him. Happy birthday to him, by the way. Yes. That uh, was recent. Um, I lost. Uh, so did the chicken. So no, did- chicken hit. Oh, chicken did hit. Pat mm-hmm. lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat lost because Chelsea fucked him. And you won. It mm-hmm. was one of your 22 percents. 
mm-hmm. or whatever you have. Yeah, yeah. You don't have anything else to say about that, huh? No, fuck that. No, really? Okay, don't well, care. well, very simple. Don't uh, care. <laughs> your boy hit because uh, Brucey's boys fucked it off at the death, and both teams are very mediocre. And I am now at plus 155 because... Big Sam's Luck of the Week. Much like hitting the sound cue, 50% of the time, Sam, it works 100% of the time. You know? Not bad. We'll uh, check in with Pat ne- uh, next week and all yeah. that good stuff. But Mel, why don't you uh, tell us uh, how the chicken's doing? Well, Kitty hit her bet with the Spurs win and finds herself sitting at one and one. <laughs> Did you want me to play the music for that? Um, I just want to say she's a professional. Um, no, seriously, hey, do you want me to hit the music for that? I will. No, no I don't I just, understand. What am I doing I just wrong? have written underneath that. Hey, professional. Yeah, you. you. Wing it. Wing it. Oh, but it's supposed <laughs> to wing it. <laughs> you know, I'm cutting all of this out of the show. Yeah, she missed. You know what else is good? Mm-hmm. Wing it. It's a chicken. Uh-huh. That's yeah. pretty good. Professional. Can't hit sound drops and <laughs> can't wing it. Well, no, because I follow your script. Oh, wait, it's written in their audio. Never mind. I lose that one. And I knew I didn't have a kitty the chicken bit. So, Hi. What's going on in your world? <laughs> How's it going in your world? Hey, Mel, what should people always do? Uh, remember to gamble legally and responsibly or something or other. Professional. That's what I always say, Sam. Professional. Championship corner! I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh, no. <laughs> so brilliant. Oh. Okay, I do like that sound cue now. That's awesome. sweet. With that? Yes, that we're sick of it. Sweet falsetto of whiskey dick. It's just amazing. All that right. was the video that we uh, had on uh, Georgia yes. United FC. So am I not in trouble anymore for fucking up the last segment? Oh, oh no, uh, you weren't in trouble in the first place. I just uh, honestly, just admit, uh huh, Marooney, hater, you just got Stefaned. Admit it. I'm just going to hit you the gotta mute admit button. It. <laughs> I don't even know what y'all are talking about. Uh, Fulham with another win, this time 3-0 over Stoke, uh, getting themselves a little breathing space in the goal differential uh, category because West Brom did keep pace with a 1-0 win. Uh, Sheffield United got their second draw of the season, 0-0 again. Well done to them. They're still in uh, 23rd. And not scoring any goals. <laughs> None. <laughs> uh, Nottingham Forest uh, drew at Derby. I know we've been kind of keeping mm-hmm. tabs on Derby a little bit in that shit show, uh, which has been a joy to watch. Um, and QPR got it done, climbing uh, up the table to third place following a 2-0 win at Coventry. So your top three are Fulham, West Brom, and QPR at the moment. Huddersfield roaring into fourth as well. Oh, uh, go figure. Derby in 15th and Sheffield United down in 23rd. Not good. So there you Not go. No, but Fulham looks fucking amazing. Yeah, they are on fire. They're they're you know what? This is exactly what you want out of the club. Yeah. A good response. Players are are fired up. This is what this is what a good Premier League club does. Shit happens, occasionally you go down. What happens? You get right the fuck back up. And Absolutely. you do it emphatically. West Ham did that, Newcastle did that, where they went down and went. Fuck this. We own this league. We're going right the fuck back up. Yeah, 100%. So good, good on Fulham so far. Yeah, Got to keep it up, but good on Fulham. Yep. Um, I was going to insert a little bit of fantasy chat, mm-hmm. but uh, we need content for next week. Yes. <laughs> so I'll just wait for them. Heard. Very good. Excellent. <laughs> All right, Sammy, any parting words? Uh, not really. Um, nobody was especially cunty this week, so no one needs to get called out. Uh, Excellent. And um, I'm too tired to think of anything, so... See ya. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Uh, We will not have a show next Monday as it is Labor Day. And uh, the missus and I will be traveling back from North Carolina below Tennessee, North Carolina. Like really. Yeah. That very bottom corner. Little nipple that sticks out there. Yeah. Yeah. All (laughs) underneath Tennessee. We've got to drive through (laughs) Tennessee to get to it. Yeah. They told us Asheville. It's not, not fucking Asheville. No, it's not. No, no. It's, it's like another Asheville. two hours away from Asheville. Yeah. They just gave us, the, oh, the nearest actual city, city. is <laughs> yeah. Asheville. Because this is in the middle of fucking nowhere. Um, <clears throat> so we'll be on the road. But uh, before the end of the week, we'll get a drunken transfer recap in. Maybe we'll do something Zoom so you can get right proper. Yeah, we'll do that. 
you know? Do that and then, of course, uh, we'll give everybody an injury time as well because there will be games to preview for the next weekend. Absolutely. And so, as I said, a, a fantasy update uh, as well. But if you wanted to find injury time and our pre-show show, Sound check. Uh, it's very simple, actually. You just log on to www.patreon.com backslash do you football show and sign up to one of the top two tiers, the $5 monthly commitment or the $9 monthly commitment, and you will get both of those shows. If you do the $9 one, you also get a video, which is pretty cool. So um, just make sure you log on there, uh, throw us some cash, and we'll throw you some extra content. Love it. And uh, boys and girls, be sure to head on over to the Drip Shack and get the flyest gear for a DU football show. And, uh, pimp our wares to all your friends and tell them about the coolest little show on the internet. And until next week, everybody, good night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Put you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right day, the fucking gooner grab. Smoke of a lord, but straight in shorts. Sam Graham, hey. Sam Graham. Hit the fucking new button.